What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Rombone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 216 in the hot was good, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in. Much love. I appreciate it. We here another week. It's fucking hot today, too, by the way. Little weather report out here in New England. A little warm today. 80 degrees, you know what I mean? How the fuck y'all doing, man? Y'all staying safe out there? Y'all doing good? I'm kicking it. You know, just chilling, doing the fucking thing, and we here. And we got new music to talk about. Let's get right into it. Stop wasting any fucking time. Ramirez is back with his new project, Tragedy of a Clown. 11 tracks, 27 minutes. Ramirez, two years ago, put out the Player's Manual, which was one of my favorite albums that year. Just amazing project. I thought it was going to be tough for him to follow that one up. Not that he couldn't do it or anything like that, but that was such just such a great album, such a different album from him. But he came back with Tragedy of a Clown, and this shit is fire. Fire. You're not going to find that West Coast G-Funk shit like you did on Player's Manual, but Tragedy of a Clown kind of goes back goes back to the roots of Ramirez. You know, that classic G59 sound, but a little bit of a West Coast influence on there. Not necessarily G-Funk shit, but you got a song on there called The Dungeon. That's probably my favorite shit right off rip. I've listened to this album two times through, I think, so far. But there's a song on here called The Dungeon that just straight up reminds me of Deep Cover. Drain Snoop, what, 91? 90, 91, something like that. That shit is hard as fuck. I love that song, man. But this whole project, front to back, is a banger. Not one skip yet. You know, two. It's only two listens through, but still, two listens through. Haven't skipped a song yet. This shit is fire. What the hook gonna be with Shakewell and Fat Nick? Fire, man. We talked about Carhartt Vest before with Germ. Uh, Return of the Corpse, previous singles, we know those are fire. If you like those songs that were released, you're going to like this whole project, man. Shit is dope. Ramirez killed it. Took him a couple years to come back with a new project, but I'm here for it, and this shit is fire, man. I highly recommend checking this project out. Probably my favorite release this week, Ramirez, Tragedy of a Clown. It's just so goddamn good, man. He absolutely killed it. On that project. Uh, And then we got Triz. Triz is back with a new project. We've been talking about this one. Hyping this one up for a while now. This one entirely produced by Mike Seven Summers. We all know Seven Man from Strange Music Tech 9. Working with everybody over there at Strange. He's done shit with ICP. Done shit with Twisted. And fucking anybody else in the under buckshot. Boondocks. Blaze, fucking everybody, man. Seven gets around and Seven fucking kills it. The new album from Triz, Baseline Cavi, 14 tracks, 41 minutes. I listened to this one once through. And if you just like that West Coast G-Funk shit like we were just talking about, you're going to like this shit. I didn't know Mike Seven Summers could dig into that West Coast bag like that and produce that G-Funk shit, but he absolutely did it. With this album with Triz, man. This shit is dope. One listen through. 
I'm fucking with it. Triz is that dude, man. Triz is slept on for sure. Triz is definitely slept on. This is a banging ass album, man. And the thing with Seven, Seven at some point has produced your favorite song and you probably didn't even know it. (laughs) You know, we've always got, we've talked about producer tags and all that shit. Seven don't have no producer tags, but this dude produces bangers and he's underrated as fuck. As a producer, man. Super dope. Just been killing it for years and years. And he linked up with Triz. Put out their new project. Again, if you like that West Coast G-Funk shit. You want to get some C-Walking on. Put that fucking album on. (laughs) This shit is fire though, man. Triz, Baseline Cavi. Produced by Seven. Fucking fire. And then we got the new Boondocks album. EP, actually. We weren't sure what this was going to be when it was initially announced. No singles for this album were previously released that I'm aware of. I mean, I don't I don't think there was any singles uh, released for this. Seven tracks, 22 minutes. New Boondocks. I mean, Boondocks is just one of those dudes who stays busy as fuck, man. Since 2020, he dropped multiple projects with Buckshot, dropped Crimson Crow, So Much Blood. He had the Turncoat Dirty Project. This dude stays busy as shit. Dropping singles, all that shit, man. Boondock stays busy. So Much Blood. Feedback I've seen for it is pretty good. I think if you fuck with Boondock, you should probably fuck with that project. But Boondocks so much. That cover is fucking fire for that album, man. That cover's fire. I want that t-shirt. That t-shirt's fucking dope. Because I love that artwork. That shit is fucking fire. Um, Then we got new Joel Ortiz, King Crooked. They dropped their new project, Harbor City Season 1. That's out right now. Um, I I fucks with King Crooked and Joel Ortiz, man. I mean, they put out that hard album a couple years ago, 2020. That shit was fire. Earlier this year, they put out The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, which, as time went on, was just an okay album. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't as good as hard, but it's a it's an okay album. Uh, haven't checked out this new project yet. I'm definitely going to check it out. It looks long as fuck. Hour 9, 24 songs. Fuck, man. Y'all know I've said it before. I like my albums 12, 13, 14 songs, 24. A lot. Can they pull it off? If anybody can pull it off, though, it's King Crooked and Joel. Definitely going to peep that at some point. couple new singles that dropped this week. Chris Calico, he put his new single out with Jaron Benton, the dude who stays putting out singles. But the new single from Chris Calico, King of the World, featuring Jaron Benton, is out now. Chris Calico... Pretty fucking quiet, man. Chris Calico hasn't done much since leaving Strange Music. He did put out um, the EP, which was basically just a collection of singles that he dropped last year. But this year, uh, Chris Calico has been pretty quiet. I think this is his first single this year. The last single to drop from Chris Calico was December of last year. He dropped off a three-pack. And then he had a couple of singles that dropped last year as well. But uh, Chris, staying 
relatively quiet since leaving Strange. Like I said, he dropped some singles last year, but uh, this is his first one of this year. Featuring Jaren Benton, too. Jaren's that fucking dude. Don't get it fucked up. So new Chris Calico featuring Jaren Benton out now. And then we got new Intrinsic, his new album, Pro Antagonist, coming out sometime soon. I don't know if there's a release date for it yet. But his new singer, La Jolla, is out right now. This is an interesting-ass song from Intrinsic. This is a whole new style of Intrinsic. I ain't never heard him do singing. Really catchy. Really catchy. I'll say that. It's a really catchy track. Um, Not my favorite from Intrinsic. Not my favorite, but catchy as shit. Like, as I was listening to it, I was like, mm, I'd rather listen to, you know, some W, uh, W, uh, W I double L than this, you know, some classic intrinsic. But after the song was over and I'm walking to work, I'm like still singing the shit in my head. So it's catchy as shit. Rock shit from intrinsic. Everybody is doing the rock shit, man. It just seems like everybody's wants to fucking get their little fingers on some rock. Stuff. Granted, Intrinsic been doing the rock shit for a long ass time. Fall guy way back in the day. Heavy rock influence. But yeah. Everybody want to delve into the, the rock with the singing and all that shit, man. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it don't. But yeah. That's all the new music this week. And of course, you can follow the playlist on the Weekly Bumps. On Spotify, YouTube. And Apple Music, you can find the link at BeneathDirt.com. Playlist updated every fucking Friday, man. For sure. And uh, I put up a shitload of songs on the playlist this week. I gotta say, it was a lot of albums. I usually put like 10, 11 tracks up there at the most. This week we got 14 songs. Swollen Members up there. Project Pat, Axe Murder Boys, Conway, Suicide Boys. Chris Calico got a couple songs on there, man. And everything else that I just talked about is up on the Weekly Bumps playlist. So go follow that shit, man. Let's see. What do we got here? We got ICP with Hollow Wicked 2022 going down in Detroit at Harpo's October 31st. Hosted by Clownvis. Tickets are $125. These expensive-ass shows. Are making that $250 gathering ticket just seem better and better with each and every show. Not saying it's not worth $125, but I remember the days when it wasn't $125. Of course, you get a brand new Hollow Wicked CD single if you've got a painted face. I've seen some people saying they're concerned that they're not going to get the CD single if you ain't got a painted face. I think it's pretty fucking safe to say that if you just show up to the show, you're going to get a single. Painted face or not, you're going to get a CD single. But we got ICP as the headliner. Fat Nick is going to be on the show. Fat Nick, he performed at the Gathering this year. He's making his return at Hollow Wicked. Ouija Mac will be in the high, of course. Horror will be in the building. They were at the Gathering this year. And Mike E. Clark will all be performing at Hollow Wicked this year. It's dope to see my I don't think has Mikey Clark ever had a solo set at Hollow Wicked. I know he played at the gathering this year, but I don't know if he's ever had a solo set. 
at the Holowicki Clown Show. And then we got JCW's Electrified Cage Deathmatch Fury. All going down at Harpo's. It ain't going down at the... Uh, I don't even remember what that place was. The fucking factory building out there. But it's going down at Harpo's. ICP's Holowicki Clown Show. It's going to be dope. I mean, what, what the fuck is there to say? You know? It's an ICP show. Chances are it's going to be fucking fire. And of course, you got the Bloody Sunday show going down the day before Wicked. Attacking the Ninjas going down that weekend. The Palcast Halloween show going down that weekend. Detroit is going to be fucking juggalitty this year, man. You got mad events to fucking pick and choose from as you so please out there in Detroit. But Wicked is going to fuck down. And then probably the biggest news story this week. Lex the Hexmaster posted this up on his social medias last week. He got a picture with Keegan the Creep. He said, no drama, all love. The way it's supposed to be. Shadow King kicking it with Keegan the Creep. One love, one family. Shadow Army, Gorefest 2022. So Lex ran into Keegan the Creep at Gorefest this year. And uh, yeah, I seen... I see some people saying peace beneath the streets. Some people saying who cares. I think it's dope. Overall, I think this is this is dope. Obviously, um, you know we got Lex the Hexmaster, M and E. We got Keegan the Creep. You know, rolls with Shaggy, psychopathic, all that shit, man. Um, people from two sides coming together. Uh. Granted, it's just a fucking pick. Who knows if any words were exchanged, what they talked about, anything like that. Um, It's dope, you know? It's dope to see people from two sides um, getting together. But at the same time, it's two people who ain't got fucking beef with each other, man. The beef is ICP and Twisted, right? They're the motherfuckers that don't like each other, so... Are you supposed to be ride or die and say, fuck that, I ain't taking a fucking picture with you? And I highly doubt, you know, either one of these dudes would fucking turn down a picture with the other side. Approached by anybody from the other side, I'd highly doubt. Either Lex or Keegan would turn down a photo op or a request for a picture, you know. But it's dope to see, man. Lex and Keegan, m psychopathic. Same picture, under the same roof, nothing popping off. I think it's dope, man. It's dope to see. I don't know what else to fucking say, man. And we're almost fucking done with the show. We're recording, what, fucking 15 minutes at this point? News is slow as shit lately. Straight the fuck up. News is slow as shit. And there's no fucking deep takes. Like, I, I, what, what am I going to say about the, the Hollow Wicked show? What can I come up with that's controversial for that? Nothing, really. Other than, you know, hopefully ICP's on point and fucking does a dope show. Keegan and Lex pictured together. What can I really say about that? Two dudes that don't have beef with each other. They just rep each other's, you know, rep the side that they rep. And they came together for a picture, man. I don't fucking know, man. Like, (laughs) news is just slow, man. And it's hard to talk about shit when shit ain't going down. 
I don't know what else to say. Let's see. What else we got here? Twisted. We talked about the VIP packs last week for the fucking Fright Fest, but we got VIP packs for the Certified Psychos Tour. I got to say, man, these m VIP packs are fucking jam-packed full of shit. Let's see. What do we get here? We got a meet and greet with Blaze, ABK, Twisted, AMB, and Cody Manson. You got a fucking poster, a pennant. You got a, a few pennants, Blaze Pennant, Twisted, and uh, ABK. You get a collectible button set, which features, you know, the East Side Ninjas, trading cards, beanie, a pack of flats, sticker sheet, a VIP pass and lanyard, a one random vinyl, three random CDs, drawstring bag. Again, m and can't get rid of their audio right now. They're having a sale this weekend as we speak for 50% off all media on their website. Um, but yeah, man, these VIP packs are fucking loaded, man. And they put out the image for the Fright Fest VIP pack as well. Again, it's a $150 VIP pack, but you get three vinyl Two DVDs, 10 CDs, a fucking Fright Fest CD, poster, whole bunch of shit, man. <laughs> For 150 bucks. The VIP packs are fucking stacked these days. No word on a Hollow Wicked VIP pack yet. Or Bloody Sunday VIP. Like, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it, right? I would imagine they will. Maybe not Bloody Sunday since they're doing two shows. They got the. The matinee show, and then they got the late night show. But there might be one for Holloway, kid. I don't know. We just have to fucking wait and see. We got Darby O'Trill. He posted up on social media last week saying, I had a lot of people ask me about this, so I'm hyped to announce that Shaggy the Airhead and IZP that we dropped in 2020 bring out the clowns will finally be hitting digital platforms so if you didn't know darby o'trill and shaggy the airhead dropped an ep back in 2020 called bring out the clowns and to be honest i didn't i, did, I had no idea um about this project at all i just didn't fucking know um and I feel like I've kept up on Darby shit over, you know, over time. But, uh, yeah, Bring Out the Clowns is up on Apple Music as we speak. I'm looking at it right now. It's probably up on Spotify and the rest of that shit as well. Um, Shag of the Airhead, man. I gotta say, this dude produces some ill-ass beats. This dude produces some ill-ass shit. If you don't like his rhyming or his raps, his production is pretty fucking dope. That's what I've come to learn about Shaggy the Airhead. And Darby O'Trill, he's just one of those up-and-comers right now. Doing his fucking thing. And he also announced that he's going to be dropping uh, dropping new music every month for the rest of the year. So granted, there's only three months left in the year. But still, uh, The Tomb is dropping next month as well. The new EP with Darby O'Trill and Devereaux. That EP is dropping next month. And uh, yeah. It's looking like Darby's going to be uh, steady dropping music for the rest of the year and not stopping at Gully or the Tomb because the Gully dropped, uh, the Gully project dropped this year as well. 
Another project to look forward to, Samson Samson. The first artist signed to Dirtcore Music and the first artist to drop a project on Dirtcore Music, headed by Crossworm. His new album, Witch Hunt, drops October 1st everywhere, digitally everywhere. And uh, this project, I think, is entirely produced by Crossworm. And I say that because I did get an advanced listen of this project from Samson Samson. Uh, Crossworm hit me up, asked me if I wanted to fucking... I don't even think he asked me. I think he just fucking hit me with the shit. Said, here you go. Give it a listen. Drop a, drop a review when the time is right. And I will do that when the album drops. But I will say this now. Samson Samson. I am not familiar with Samson's music at all. Outside of his two verses that he had on Loki's Let's Get Violent EP. That's the, my only exposure to Samson. Uh, but I did listen to this new project from him produced by Crossworm. I believe it's 10, 11 tracks. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I, you know, I can't look it up on Apple Music because it ain't up yet. But um, I'll say uh, it was th- this was a surprising listen. You know, I didn't know what to expect. And uh, this dude definitely has potential for sure. Samson has potential to do shit in this wicked shit scene. And I love Crossworm's production, man. His production is so goddamn good. His engineering skills, mixing and mastering. Dude, this shit sound clean as fuck. Clean as fuck. The only other time I hear shit sound this clean is like when Rob Rebeck does some shit. When Rob Rebeck is behind the boards, that shit sounded clean. Um, when Crossworm's behind the boards, it's oh, shit. Bumps. But yeah, new Samson Samson. His project, The Witch Hunt, drops October 1st everywhere. Speaking of October 1st, Buckshot put up a post on Twitter. And he just said, 10-1, midnight. I don't know what's going on October 1st. At midnight, some announcement is coming. Don't know what the fuck it is. Buckshot Ben teasing announcements. I don't know what it could be. I'm still waiting for that UGA album announcement. Granted, I know we're getting new UGA music with the Hollow Bleed VIP pack. But October 1st, we'll find out what the fuck's going on with Buckshot mob style music. And yeah, we're just going to have to fucking... Wait and see what the uh, announcement is going to be, man. Group project, new signee. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be, but I'm here for it and I'm ready for it. Speaking of new shit, Ritz posted up up on his social medias that his new album is fucking amazing. Wrapping it up this weekend. I'm really proud of this one. Ritz coming back. With a new album. I mean, Ritz stays fucking consistent, dropping new music. Um, his last album 
Well, his last project was SOS, but that was an EP. But his last album that he put out, Picture Perfect in 2020, was fire. Love that album. That has become one of my favorite Ritz albums that he has dropped so far. But he says he's really proud and hyped for this new one. I guess we're just going to have to fucking wait and see what that one's all about. And, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, it should be interesting to say the least, right? New Ritz music. I mean, I fucks with Ritz, man. I don't know why it would be interesting or not, but yeah, I fucks with new Ritz. (laughs) Anytime he puts out some new shit, I fucks with Ritz. But yeah. And we got one album that celebrated an anniversary this week. Tech Nine, Eba. Oh shit, it's your birthday. Turning 10 years old. Tech Nine's Eba. This was during the Something Else era, which I love that album. I love the Something Else album. There's fucking bangers on that album. But Eba celebrating its 10th anniversary this year. You know, of course. The title track, Evil Brain, Angel Heart, which is a fucking banger. Ten tracks. Couple skits on there. 816 Boys. Remember the 816 Boys? Tech Nine, Chris Calico, Cut Calhoun. I miss those days of Strange music when Cut Calhoun was still on Strange. That was like towards the end of his run at Strange. But yeah. I I, I miss that shit. But uh, happy birthday to Eba from Tech Nine, Evil Brain. Angel Heart. And I know this is a fucking short ass episode this week. I apologize. There just ain't shit to talk about, man. But I appreciate everybody that tuned in this week. I do have to send a shout out to Scotty Matthews for the donation this week. Forgot to do it at the beginning of the show. Much love, homie. It's super appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to everybody that's tuned in this week. I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace. Peace.